Join me back on the show is UFC welterweight juggernaut Vicente Luque. What's going on, Vicente? What's up, man? I'm good. You're sitting at number 15 in the rankings right now. You know, you finished your last five. You know, when you were in danger, you know, is there a way to train for those moments? Have you learned a way to train for those moments when you're in danger? I think, you know, my career, I've always had a lot of like many fights. And before I got into the UFC, I had a couple of losses. So I think that trained me, you know, to go through hard moments, like the fight with Barbarina. That was a tough fight. Some moments I, I was like, I hit him with all I got. He dropped me. I tried to submit him and I couldn't get the finish. And he was coming forward. And, but, you know, I'm used to that nowadays. So I just put, push through and keep going. I know that eventually I'm going to get my win. I'm going to get my finish. And that's the kind of mindset I have now, you know, to always keep moving forward, keep pushing harder and, and get the win. Is that what makes you different, you think, from like other guys? You know, other guys, they come into the UFC, they get these quick finishes, they move up real quick and then they hit a wall. But you, you know, you've moved up and you've, you know, you've jumped the wall, basically. And now when you do get up to these big fights, these main events in the future, you're going to be ready for those moments. Definitely. I think, you know, I'm taking my time in my career and I definitely respect that. I think it's a good thing for me. I think uh, it didn't come everything at once right away when I got into the UFC. Slowly, slowly, I've been getting, you know, into the top 15 and getting my name out there. But I think at the same time, I, I get to evolve much more every single fight. So I like the way I, I've been growing, and I think that's definitely going to make me a tougher fighter. Are you enjoying that process of growing as you move up in the rankings? You know, because, of course, everybody wants to shoot up the rankings. You know, that's no secret, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, right now, for example, I would like to be fighting maybe with a guy up there. But at the same time, I understand that I got to respect my time. Eventually, it's going to come. I, I put in the work. I do everything I need to to be the best in the world. So I know if it takes a little bit longer for me, it's just because that's the timing it's going to be for me. And when it comes, it's going to be the perfect timing. So I kind of have this this mentality of just, you know, go through, keep working hard, keep doing what I got to do. But I understand if it's not now, it's going to come soon. So uh, I'm not in a hurry. I'm not, you know, I don't get frustrated with this. I just get motivated to keep showing my work. And every time I get in there, show my best. You're 27 years old. Do you feel like you have hit the, your prime or even at least the beginning of your prime of your career? I think I'm still in the beginning of like beginning my prime. I, I see that I can still uh, grow so much more and I have a lot to develop physically. In the last maybe two years, I have developed a lot and technically also. So I still think that I'm far from my prime, but starting to get into that. The last time you tasted defeat was against Leon Edwards in early 2017. You know, do you go back and watch that fight from time to time and study it and, and you know, and kind of like see what can help you in the future against, you know, him, because he could probably be a potential matchup because he has worked himself up into a title contention. Yeah, definitely. That's a fight I watch a lot. I think I learned a lot from that fight. I'm a different fighter after I got that loss. And so I always try to remind myself of what I had to learn from that fight and, and keep that in mind. And at the same time, I, I want to fight Edwards in the future. He had, he's working his way up to the title shot. And I think that 
he's going to get to that title shot for sure. And whenever we are up there and we're, we're close to each other in rankings, I definitely want that rematch. I think it will happen in the future. And it's, it's definitely a fight that is always on my mind for me to remember what I have to get better. After your last fight in Rochester, you know, you called to fight Darren Till or either, you know, Ponzinibbio in Uruguay, but you ended up with Mike Perry. Why did you not end up fighting either of those guys? You know, uh, Ponzinibbio was a guy that really made sense to fight in Uruguay. That, that was going to be the, the main goal. But I think he had some problems, health issues, and it couldn't, we couldn't make that fight happen. So we ended up, you know, Darren Till, is, he did not respond. Uh, so I don't know if he didn't want to fight or if they didn't even offer that fight. So we were looking for somebody. And all the top 15, you know, the guys had fights scheduled or other guys wanted to fight maybe next year or later this year. So I want I wanted to keep myself active. I saw outside of the rankings, Mike Perry was the guy that made sense. He has a good name. He has beaten guys that were ranked before. So I think it made sense for me. It's a guy that definitely is going to, you know, getting a win over him is going to bring me positive and is going to grow my name. So I think it made sense. Yeah, this fight with Mike Perry, I think it's, you know, a fun fight, a fight that the fans are going to love. They already love it. Even you guys haven't even fought yet. They're, you know, excited about it. You know, I think that's why they put it on this card. Um, now, with you and Mike Perry, you guys are both considered strikers, different type of strikers, but strikers. But what, you know, what is the difference maker for you in this matchup? Yeah, like you said, we're both strikers, but I think he's more of a brawler and I'm more of a technician. So that's going to be my, my, you know, what I'm going to use in the fight. My key for the fight is going to be technique, try to pick him apart and, you know, counter him while he comes wild. I know he's going to try to knock me out every moment of the fight. I'm going to do the same, but in my style, in my technical style. So I think it's going to be a great fight for the fans, and I believe I'm going to get the knockout. Perry, he came into the UFC knocking out, I think, his first like four out of five opponents, but his last five fights, he's either lost or went to the judges. Do you think he's been playing it safe or has he become a smarter fighter? I think it's a little bit of both. You know, uh, you start developing inside the, the UFC and getting tougher fights. You got to start looking at it in a smarter way. But I always see that he's still aggressive. He's still trying to get that finish. But it's just more experienced guys that know how to take the fight and, and defend themselves. So he hasn't been able to knock them out. But I think he has definitely shown a lot of growth inside while he's been in the UFC. He had some tough opponents. But, you know, overall, I think he has evolved since he started. You are back in Brasilia with Serato MMA preparing for this upcoming fight. Why did you decide to do your camp down there instead of, you know, going to Florida? You know, I like to go uh, back and forth. So my last camp was in Florida. I had some good time over there, a lot of training with the guys. So I felt like I needed to change it up a little bit, come back to Brazil, uh, get a little of my roots back. And I just like, you know, to not be comfortable, not be in the same spot, training with the same guys, getting used to those guys. I like to change it up so that I have new challenges in the gym. And, and that's why I'm always back and forth between Florida and Brazil. But at the same time, my coaches, they always are communicating. So my coach from Brazil, Daniel, talks to Henry Hooft all the time. 
we, you know, no matter where I am, the camp is is between the coaches and they have it all planned. So for me, be it there or here, I'm confident I have the best camp. Having that change of scenery, you know, going back and forth from Brazil to Florida, does it keep you in a way more motivated to improve yourself? Yeah, I think it does because, you know, after so many years of fighting professionally, there is a moment where it gets boring. You know, it's the same thing. Just wake up, go to the gym, train, then go get back home, get some rest, and go to the gym again, get another work in, strength and conditioning. So, you know, when you can change the environment, change the people you see, change the, you know, the style of training and the mentality of training, it kind of brings you like a new mood and you're excited again. So definitely that that's a big change for me and it motivate, motivates me every single time I change camps. I saw that you were doing some movement training. You know, that was kind of big with Conor McGregor, but I saw it was your, you were doing some, some other type of movement training. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so that is my, my teacher of move, movement. He is Rodrigo. And he is actually a student of Ido, Ido Portal, that is the guy that trains McGregor. So it's kind of like the same kind of mentality, but he, he works a lot of different stuff. So it's not only timing. We work timing, but we also work some mobility to get some new uh, kind of movements. So I can maybe do like different kind of kicks, different kind of movements that I was not able to do. And on the ground game, that, that has been a, a big change as well because I became more flexible, more movable. So that's something that has been positive. And the whole team here, we work with, with my whole team. So everybody has been, you know, experiencing the change and, and improving a lot. Do you feel preparing for Mike Perry, you know, compared to a Neil Magny? You know, a lot of people would consider Neil Magny more more multifaceted in his in his arsenal, you know, in his in his skill set. Is it more simpler to prepare for a guy like Perry? I think strategy-wise, it's kind of like it is more simple. I kind of know more like what he's going to do. He's going to come in and try to strike with me. Maybe put my put me in a clinch or another because he likes to throw big shots from the clinch. But basically that's what it's going to be. But at the same time, it, I think he's more of an aggressive fighter. So it's it's challenging on that aspect because he can just maybe come in the first minute and try to, you know, get into my face or take a little bit longer and do that in the second or third round. So it's kind of like it, it's different. I think strategy wise is simpler, but definitely I'm training like if I were fighting, you know, for the championship title. So I, I don't never underestimate any opponent that I fight. I take them all as the toughest guy I'm going to face. Well, you know, you're not too bad in the clinch either, so this fight could end up in the clinch easily, right? <laughs> I like the clinch, you know, throw my knees, elbows, I, I like that. I saw you went to Uruguay with uh, Benitaro Nogueira and did some promotional stuff. How was that experience? That was awesome, man. You know, Minotaro, he's a legend for a reason. You know, he's a, an awesome guy, and it was special to be there and see how he was with like the the people you know people from Uruguay people that had never you know met any other fighter and he is just like a, like anyone else he's just like me and you you know he goes there and talks to them like he you know he's uh, he their friend and have have seen them all their life so it, he's an awesome guy and for me it was a great experience also to meet the people in Uruguay you know uh 
they don't know so much about MMA yet, but they're really interested in getting to know the UFC and to know MMA. So for me to be able to explain to them and show them what it is, it was really special. You kind of remind me of Noguera in many ways. You know, you Noguera, he built himself up, you know, through the ranks, fought the best guys, won the title. And it seems like you're on that same track without talking all the trash and, and you know, going at people and talking, you know, none of that stuff. Do you feel like he's a great role model for, you know, other Brazilians coming up? I definitely think... You know, he's a, he has been an example for, for a lot of Brazilians, and I think he should definitely be because I think it, we are in a, a moment in MMA that the talk and the pre-fight, you know, how you're going to sell the fight, that's what most uh, people use, you know, and that's how people are climbing the rankings. And I don't, I, I'm not that kind of guy, I, and I cannot force myself to be, so I just believe on, on taking the fights the way I take, you know, I, I'm a martial artist, I have discipline, I respect all my opponents, even if an opponent disrespects me, I'm still going to respect him, I'm still going to get in that cage, and, and after we fight, I'm going to be respectful to him, so I think, you know, a guy like Nogueira has shown that, and shown that you can become a champion like that, and I take that in, as an example, and try to do it, you know, myself. Even though it is entertaining to watch, you know, fighters go back and forth. You know, I know you you probably watch it sometimes, and you it, it's funny sometimes, right? But then they after the fight, is it kind of disappointing when they after they fight and they say, "Oh, I just was talking trash because I wanted to hype the fight." There's no beef, really. Is that disappointing to you a little bit? It, I mean, I think it's kind of like it disappoints me more in the way that that guy's not re being real, you know. So I'm like, how can you, you know, follow a guy that is kind of, he's just going to say these things and then after it's done, he's not going to really mean what he said. So I think it's kind of hard. Uh, I'm not, for example, you know, I don't think it's that bad, the guys that talk trash. I think that if that's him, okay, be yourself and do what you, what you want to do. But when, if you want to be someone else just because it's working out for some guys, I think that's the kind of things that, you know, it starts getting kind of boring and kind of like fake. Yeah, I think that's why uh, people are, they enjoy Jorge Masvidal so much is because that's really him. And even after he knocked out Ben Askren, he still stayed the same. It didn't like, he didn't say like, oh, this was just pre-fight, you know, fake trash talking. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he's, you know, he's a real guy. Every single fight he has shown that. If And especially, like, if guys talk shit to him, he's going to talk shit back. And if guys are just respectful, he, he's going to be him and he's going to respect them and then beat the shit out of them anyways. But at the end of the day, you know, he's the kind of guy that I, I think he's really what he is and he showed what he is and he's not, you know, nothing else, nothing fake. He just goes there, does his job, and he's, he's out of there and just... You know, does what he does. You know, he's another guy that is a potential future matchup for you. There's so many matchups coming up in the next couple of years for you. It's so exciting, man. I'm excited for you. Um, now, let's talk about, you know, a key figure in your career, Gilbert Burns. He recently decided to move up to 170, and he will be fighting on the same night. You know, how excited are you to be fighting with him? Yeah, man, that, that was awesome. I mean, we talked some maybe a month ago or three weeks ago about his move, you know, and he, he asked a little bit what, what I thought, and I thought it was the right thing to do. He's a big guy. I've trained him so much, and 
when he is, you know, up there, he he's weigh, he weighs like 195, 200 sometimes, and he's a strong guy. So I said, hey, you got the strength to move to 170. I think you definitely should do it, you know. He, he was concerned maybe about his height, but I, I let him know, hey, you train with me, you train with guys tall, and you do good in striking and ground game. So, you know, he felt confident at this moment. He felt that it was the time to move up, and I think he's going to do super well in this division. And to get to fight in the same card is going to be awesome. You know, he was going to Uruguay already to be my corner. Now he's not, I don't think he's going to corner me, but we're going to be fighting the same night, so it's going to be great. There's some good matchups for Gilbert in, at 170, you know, great grapplers, you know, that he can face. I, I see, like, you know, even him facing Damian Maia would be so exciting. Yeah, that would be a crazy fight, man. In the floor, <laughs> you know, Gil, uh, two world champions fighting against each other, that would be awesome. You know, after you go in you're, to Uruguay, you take care of business, you know, you get that win. You know, who do you see as potential match? Of course, you want to get into that top 10, but, you know, a lot of guys are starting to call you out now. I see that Jeff Neal, he wants to fight you. He wants to fight the winner of this uh, this matchup. Yeah. Did you see him? I saw that. I, I, I actually thought it was I got excited because finally somebody's calling me out, you know. Uh, for so long, I was having trouble finding people to fight me. But after this fight, I'm focused on Mike Perry. I want to go in there and get a dominant win. But... Getting a win over him, I think that there's nothing left for me but a top 10. I, I want, I'm going to you know, ask for a top 10, and that's what I'm going to want because I've been showing work. I've been getting finishes after finishes. So focus on Mike Perry right now. Go and get that win, and after that, uh, I'm going to have a name. All right, man. August 10th, UFC on ESPN Plus 14, Uruguay. Thank you, Vicente, so much for your time, and uh, good luck on your future. Thank you, man. Let's go.